Mom, where are my cleats? Dad, are you going to be able to come to my play? <sighs> he forgot his lunch today? I have a science project due tomorrow. Hey, Mom, can I have some friends what over? What time does the game start? Can we please? Am I driving or are you driving? She has a performance The laundry that is out Why of can't control. I where from? is his jersey? Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randall. everyone and welcome to the victory couch i'm julie rando and i'm rick rando and we are glad to be back together again for another time just chilling on the victory couch we're on the couch and you know what it was a pretty stress-free week this week yeah you think so i think so what about you no i mean we'll talk it out we'll (laughs) We'll, talk it out we'll see how it is we'll dig in in just a second so in case you're new to the victory couch uh julie brings two questions to me I bring two questions to her, and neither one of us have any clue of what the other person is going to ask. So there's one thing that we're going to ask of you, is that if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, please do so. Please take the time to let us know that you're listening. Let us know what you think. We love our five-star reviews. We have a bunch of them out there, Julie. Yeah. And uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you consume your podcast, wherever, just take a couple seconds, hit pause. Go do that now so you don't forget because we've gotten a lot of feedback on our social media sites, in-person, emails, things like that, Uh, but we'd love it in a formal um, testimonial or a review that we can see online. Absolutely. And even, I think recently we just got a new one on Facebook, so that's great too if you don't mind leaving one, if you're uh, a one who consumes Facebook. That would be great too. Anywhere, anywhere you you connect with us, please do. We love, love, love to see what we're doing and... How we're inspiring you out there. So, Julie, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first this week. Okay. Um, this is kind of like a reflection question. Okay. okay. And you can go deep if you want. You can stay surface. Right. Um, but in your life, mm-hmm. what lesson or lessons did you learn the hard way? Hmm. So, what lessons or 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 what specific lesson for you? Did you have to learn the hard way? Uh, I guess, geez, young ladies, I'm just going to talk about boys for a second. <laughs> um, I like that. Yeah. Speak it life. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Don't settle for less. I didn't. I certainly, you know, let's say some of my choices in my uh first year of college were not the most sound choices as far as choosing the guys that I was around. Some of them, yeah, let's just say not super, uh, you know, stellar choices like the, uh, the, the final gentleman that I have with me. And I think one thing that, you know, I was, I was actually pretty diligent on not dating a lot and being really, really, really selective um, and being cautious in that way. But, um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that's necessarily something that, you know, I didn't go through like a gazillion boyfriends or anything like that. But I think something that I learned the hard way was that it's okay to be selective and it's okay to just kind of follow your gut on choosing the right partner. So I don't know. I think something else that I would say as far as like something I learned the hard way 
was to just be who you are and speak up. Um, believe it or not, I was talking to Dylan recently, our daughter, and I was sharing with her that I was a really, really, really shy, quiet kid. And those who know me as an adult, some might struggle to get that, to even envision me being super shy or super, super, super quiet or reserved. But um, something that I, I guess you could say I learned the hard way. I mean, I personally think that I went through the journey I did for the reason I did and and uh, developed my voice in a very firm way in the right season of life. But in my young years, I, I often didn't speak up in, in some ways. And I was, um, you know, just painfully shy. So I think something I, I guess you might phrase it as learn the hard way was, you know, your voice does matter and it's okay to speak up. It's okay to make friends, even if they won't be your best friends. I think there are moments where I've shared before about my close circle of friends and that uh, I just shared now, I I wasn't one who dated a ton of guys or anything like that. Um, Always very, 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 very selective of who I spent my time with and who I had my eyes on. Um, But what it comes down to is it's okay in your friend circle to be kind, that doesn't mean that you're like giving all of your friendship away. Um, And it's okay to speak up and it's okay to be who you are. And I think something that I didn't really fully get how to do that until I got a little older. So I don't know if I have an exact answer for you as far as, you know, what did I learn the hard way? Because I'm just going to tell you, I have been very blessed and have had many privileges where I haven't hit a lot of road bumps and I haven't really made a lot of, you know, devastated mistakes. Um, but that, that's probably the best I can do. No, that's good. Okay. Absolutely. You, you, you know, you, you kissed a lot of frogs before you found your prince. Okay. Right. Just a couple, just a couple, just a couple. Yeah, and couple you were selective of, of, uh, you know, when to speak up and when maybe you should have. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? So for me, I think, Without getting into a lot of detail, mm-hmm. because I can, and uh, I've had, you know, I mean, similar to you, I, I've been lucky in, in so many regards where things have just sort of worked out. Even if I've hit a roadblock, it was, you know, obviously purposely meant for me um, to experience it, to make me stronger, to refine me as a human, right. or to prevent me from, you know, opening the wrong business at the wrong time or marrying the wrong person or something like that. But, um, you know, I think for me, um, what I've found is that good friends are hard to find. Hmm. And I've been um, lucky to have a lot of good friends, but then very lucky to have a select few of great friends. And I think good friends are hard to find, but great friends are almost impossible to find. And I have a handful that literally would would they'd go to prison for me yeah you know what i mean and for me um you know that was a hard lesson to learn is that not everybody is going to be a great friend Hmm. you have some good friends but not everybody's going to be a great friend and there's a season for certain friends and experiences oh yeah absolutely yeah you know i think another lesson for me um is that life is short and uh, i've shared before that my my dad passed away um when I was younger, 24, and uh, we actually didn't celebrate my 25th birthday. I don't know if you remember that or not. I remember in my apartment. Was, uh, we were in my old apartment. We, we yeah. did not celebrate that year. So I never had a 25th birthday because 
my my dad passed away a couple days before my mm-hmm. my birthday. So I just said, I'm not having a birthday this year. We're just not going to do it. Um, and it was just a little reminder that life is so fragile and life is so short. Time is precious. And the thing is that you only have a select amount to spend time with somebody uh, in your circle to really prove to them or show them how uh, amazing they are. You know, life, life is short, I guess. Um, and then the last thing is, uh, for me, you know, a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way is that not everybody does what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Integrity is rare. And I'm talking, I'm talking like full-fledged, you, you are going to show up even if you haven't had any sleep, you haven't eaten, you've got a thousand other things, but I told you I'm going to be somewhere and darn it, I'm going to be there. Yep. And you will never know what happened in the back end mm-hmm. to make that happen. Like those people are few and far between. Yep. And I can count on one hand, literally one hand, um, in my in my circle of people that um, they always say what they're going to, what they're going to do and they do what they're going to say. And, and I've had to, go through a lot of bad experiences of that where people have let me down. Right. And that's a tough pill to swallow. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's okay with you, I'm going to talk about your favorite season. Yes. Okay? I've been waiting for this question. All right. So, it's September, guys. Yes. And it is... Oh. Okay, it's not by the calendar exactly <laughs> fall yet. No, but, it is. But it's fall. Okay. It's fall. Kids go back to school. It's fall. Okay. So with that said, yes. when it comes to fall, I'm excited. I know you are. This is a good question. Is there something, whether it be, I know you're going to be like football and because you've told us that before, but I really want you to dig a little bit deeper okay. for this. Okay, I'm in. Is there a specific product that makes you think of fall? Is there a specific thing that you have to do like carve a pumpkin or like hay rides or, you know, so like what is your ultimate fall experience and or product that makes you go, oh, it's fall now. Okay. Well, here's the first thing. Yeah. In order to show fall, my wife will start burning fall smelling candles. Yes, I And do. when that happens, mm-hmm. I know that she is now in the season celebrating me and my love of fall. And it'll just happen. One day I'll come home yeah. from the studio. It's not there and yet. It's just bur- and it's burning. I'm like, oh, And yes. the wreath on the door would have changed. Yes. And yeah. It ha- it's, we're not there yet. Yeah. We're and, almost there. And you know what? I'm anticipating it. I don't want to <laughs> I don't rush. But it's like Christmas or like I come in and boom, it's fall in our house. And that to me is a good day. Let me just tell you. Okay, okay, so when fall decor goes up and there's a fall yes. scented yes. candle. Okay, so I think as far as products are concerned, the candles are it. Because I don't drink coffee, so spice latte, whatever, that's, you nope. know, I'm not really a fan of pumpkin pie. I know that's kind of mm. taboo or whatever. That, yeah. So, you know, so that's not really it. So as far as food is concerned, that doesn't really change things because I'm pretty much a, a purist, mm-hmm. you know. Although I will tell you, fall means that winter time is coming and the chicken tortilla soup at chick-fil-a of course because we have to talk we should be sponsored by chick-fil-a it is probably guys anybody want to go out there and count how many times we say chick-fil-a dan kathy if you're out there okay and you're any of your family is listening we love (laughs) chick-fil-a okay 
And it's been a couple episodes since I've even mentioned my favorite drink, Don't say which it. I'm not even no, going to do it because no. if you have not been listening, right. shame on you. You got to go back and listen a couple right, the episodes. The tortilla in. soup, yes. Chicken that to- makes- so chicken tortilla, tortilla soup. soup, but that's at the end of fall, okay? Because okay. that's more like a winter thing. Winter. But mm-hmm. I know that that's coming, coming and it does take place in fall, okay? So I think as far as product are, is concerned, that's pretty much it. But let me tell you what makes fall fall okay you're okay? smiling he's like a kid right now this he's is, so happy it's fall it's the best okay all right you ready i'm gonna break it down to, right. for you okay you still have let's start with the smells you you have all the pumpkin spice latte all that stuff right you have all that but when you can smell chimneys fresh cut grass and that leaf smell because when when the leaves start changing and, and slowly start to fall mm-hmm. but not like winter time you know charlie brown you know crazy then it's like this is this is good because all of that hits your senses. You walk outside and boom, it's like yes, okay, right. So baseball, you got playoff season for baseball, so that's getting like you're seeing really good baseball, okay. You hear Joe Buck, you know, announcing on on a baseball game. You know, it's a playoff game. It's kind of a big deal. There's a lot of Joe Buck haters out there, but I I I I just it signals to me that we are almost to the end of baseball and comes basketball because mm-hmm. basketball is coming and that's my favorite time right also you have on tv football that starts huge washington football teams commanders whatever you want to call them right uh huge fans so early in the season we still have the playoffs or we could make the playoffs we can always <laughs> this is this is our year this is our years right <laughs> yeah. this is our year okay so there's optimism there there's this renewed sense of you know encouragement you have survivor that usually happens in the fall so now you've got that season you've got all the shows starting back up again mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool so that starts that fall okay this show and this show's coming and oh million little things and oh we got you know, this is us. I mean, not this year, but yeah. this is us. All those shows are starting again. Lego Masters, all that. It's getting ready to start again. So you have this renewed sense. Kids are back at school, which means I love my children, but I've spent a lot of time with them this summer. I mean, a lot, a lot of time. So it's like they're back to school so I can run. I took a shower longer than eight minutes the other day when they went back to school. Okay. Yeah, that and, doesn't happen. And I played the Rocky Four soundtrack while I was in there <laughs> and it was amazing. Okay. What are you laughing at me for? Nothing. Carry on. All right. Okay. So fall. here's the biggie. In fall, there are days that are, you start to layer. So you start wearing your, your, mm-hmm. your sweatpants. Like a hoodie. Start wearing your hoodie, but it's a light hoodie, but it's not really a heavy hoodie yet. But there are days you can walk out and the, literally the weather is perfect. It's perfect. You talk about those days where the, the windows are down. I'm an AC guy in the summer because I cannot stand heat. Okay. <laughs> windows are down, baby. Okay, the music is up and it you can take walks without the sun beating on you or getting a sunburn. And from time to time, you can, because we live in the mountains, you feel that air, that mountain air that brings with you all this, all that brings with it all the smells. It is literally the perfect season. Perfect season. Done. Did I answer your question or am I, uh, did I go off did, a little bit? And you did go down, but you know what? I'll allow it. Thank you. It's okay. Would you like to know? What particular products or experiences make me think of fall? Yes, please do. Please share. So, you guys, summer is my favorite time. So, the fact that summer is now behind us almost. I mean, the calendar doesn't say so, but pretty darn close. I will say this. Um, 
I'm not a pumpkin spiced latte gal, even though I do enjoy coffee and cappuccinos and things like that. Not a big fan. I don't think it tastes that great. Sorry. Welcome to send me some hate mail to... Uh, no, don't send us <laughs> hate mail. <laughs> Anyhow, what I'm saying is that doesn't do it for me. All right, there is a product, and I actually had to look this up because I haven't been able to find it in a couple years. If you find this, can you tell me what store you found it in, listeners? All right, and what I'm talking about is something I found in the Dollar General maybe four, three or four years ago. It's been a while since I found it. It might be online somewhere, I'm not sure. But I had to look at it because I did take a picture of it that long ago. And Kraft makes these jet puffed swirl caramel and vanilla marshmallows. And I'm telling you, you know how like the smells like a sweet, oh my gosh, it's awesome. So you can have your pumpkin spice lattes if I can have my jet puffed caramel vanilla marshmallows. Love them. (laughs) If I could find them again, I would love it. Also, the hand soap from Bath and Body Works, that's the sweet cinnamon pumpkin, I think it's called. Oh yeah, hand soaps. It's called something like that. I should know this off the top of my head, but um, I do love that and I do like a good fall candle, but yes. I'm not crazy over it. I do like that our home is kind of our decor is naturally fall toned colors. We yes. have our rust oranges and our burgundies and our gold tones all throughout our main rooms in our house. I strategically planned that. And he probably did without me realizing it many moons ago. But anyhow, <laughs> when it is fall... And you walk through the house, it's almost like our house is like at its yes. peak season. Of, peak season. Of like, goodness. Yeah. Because it just reflects the outside. It's like, man, it looks like fall in here year round. You yes. did probably plan that. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> okay. So after that awesome love letter to fall, <laughs> what uh, what do you have for me now? Okay. All right, Jules. Yes. So my second question is that mm-hmm. you have worked in higher ed or mm-hmm. higher education for quite some time. I have. What motivates you or drives you to continue to work in higher ed? Well, it's been it's been a long journey. I have currently worked at two different institutions. Both are vastly different. One's a four-year university public and one is a two-year community college. And... Uh, What it all boils down to, and you know, I'm going to continue to stay with higher ed for as long as it's right to do in my life, but the one thing that keeps me motivated are the college students. Mm. Um, You know, with it being fall, talk about fall, um, on campus this past week, I was talking to a a colleague of mine, and she uh, works in, in the tutoring unit, and I, you know, we're going over some stuff, and I looked out the window she has a really good view of um the the quad there and I said hold on a second I said just look out that window and you know she humored me and I said don't you just love to see college students with backpacks and coffees in hand (laughs) and she kind of chuckled she's been there for I think 30 years I mean there are some people who work in higher ed who it's their entire career and sometimes the same institution um and for me it's just that. I mean, there's a lot in higher ed that I don't care for. There's a ton that I don't care for. But what has allowed me to give of my professional career um, since I was in my very young 20s is the opportunity to influence young people, sometimes people who are my age or older if I'm working with non-traditional students, 
But um, gosh, I love being able to talk to someone who feels, you know, maybe is having a hard day or feels less than or is confused or just needs someone to listen to them. Um, I love to just kind of show someone who's in that age bracket. And I'm going to speak for traditional college students for the moment, 18 to 22 year olds, and just say, you know, I, and maybe there's a few out there that, that listen in that I've worked alongside of. Um, but man, it's, it's been an honor to watch them grow, to see them their first year or their second year. And they're kind of like, you know, it's like they're a, a baby deer trying to walk. And then by the time they leave, they're like this very confident human who they're supposed to be. It's just a really special time in the life of, of another person. It's really cool. Even in the smallest way of I've been able to contribute to the life of a college student, man, they're just some cherished times. I help supervise, um, you know, one of my most proud things that I was able to do at my previous institution was, um, develop a, an ambassador program and, um, basically a leadership group of sorts and, and watch those guys and gals learn about service and higher ed people, you're going to hate me for saying this, but the business of education. And what I mean by that is showing why it's important to invest in your education. And, you know, I always said like, hey, do what the other school's not doing. And just to teach that. But I mean, what it all comes down to is seeing transferable skills being developed in, you know, any student you work with. But those young students to inspire and lift up and just listen to when they've had a crummy day or if they think they've made the worst decision in their life. I mean, the amount of, I've had a couple guys shed some tears, but mostly females that I've just kind of helped get out of a funk or try to inspire in some way. And man, a lot of those students have really meant the world to me. So what kept me going in higher ed and what has kept me to this day is to be able to pour into the lives of, of a college student. It's, it's truly, it sounds super cheesy, but it's been an honor to be able to do that. Wow. That's cool. You're good at it. Yeah. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you. At well, what you do. There's a lot of great people. And I think the other thing I'll just put this as kind of the exclamation point on that is those that I have had the chance to work alongside of who feel the same way I do about serving others and who have a sense of service and care and share in life's moments and lift each other up and stay positive. Those people who I've developed a friendship with and kept that, um, those people have also been the reason that I have stayed in higher education and have uh, given a good chunk of my life's work to it. So. Yeah, there you go. So your legacy will be uh, will be people. Part of it, part and of that's, it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, part of it. I've been able to to have the opportunity, and you know, there's a lot of um, not so positive things that that happen in, in education that can make you go, oh, I hate that, or I hate that this happens, or whatever. But I try to focus on the good. So there you go. Focus yeah. on the good. That's good. There's that. Well, back to me for a fun one. You ready for this one? Sure. All right. I think I shared. A couple weeks ago that a couch crumb of mine was that I hadn't seen live music in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I listen to music that I 
don't really realize that no one knows who on earth a certain band or solo artist is. Yes. Um, and I sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, well that's so-and-so. And I get these looks like, who are you even talking about? Because while I do listen to a little bit of mainstream music, I listen to a lot of random artists. And so I wanted to ask you, and this is more because you and I like to support the arts both in our community and we've flown to New England, for example, last year to support an artist who we love. But I wanted to just ask, what are some bands or solo artists, because you and I just love music so much, that you love that maybe not a lot of people know about? Like maybe someone who opened up for um, an artist that we listen to. And yeah, I just wanted to get a sense of maybe someone that you like or listen to that you know, maybe no one else really knew. Well, I think, um, I mean, I immediately go to the Pat McGee band. Yeah, there you Um, go. Pat McGee is probably the uh, most underrated, talented human um, on the planet. And we've seen him multiple times. Good stuff there. I I mean, we've seen him at Ram's Head and uh, uh, in Virginia. We've seen him at a handful of places. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I... Love that. Juliana. Yes, Patty. I am a, uh, a big Javier Colon mm-hmm. fan. Um, he's season one winner of The Voice. Um, and But a lot of people would know who he was uh, right. or who he is, I should say. <laughs> I work with a lot of young people and they do not know who Matchbox 20 is. I don't know <laughs> how they don't know, but they don't. So I would say, you know, a lot of, you know, I, I have preloaded music that I like onto our sound system at the studio that plays. And it's, I don't know, there's like 750 songs on there. But they're all from (laughs) the 90s and 2000s. 2000s, So these kids, they, I feel like I'm educating them. Yeah, they're like, who's trained? Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's just neat to be, like, I've got Cool in the Gang. They'll say, you know, they'll play that one. There's a ton of, you know, we have 12 and 15 year old or yeah. 12, 12 and 13 year olds that I will let select the music before class. <laughs> right. And they're always picking 90 stuff. And now, the, but the older kids, oh, the 18 and 19 year olds, they're like, okay, we got to get to like, we got to like Beyonce a little more, more modern. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, not even Beyonce's oh. old. You oh, got to get okay. to, you know, the, the Korean pop music and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. okay. you know, got it. smooth like butter, you know. Oh gosh. Yeah. We're not going there. <laughs> so I would say. That oh, is, Pat McGee. Pat McGee's a great shout out. Yeah, I yeah. would say Pat McGee. That would be my my fave. What about you? Yeah, um, I second Pat McGee and Javier Colon. But yeah, to me, I think this is an important question. And you know, it's funny. I was talking to Dylan, our daughter. Um, she kind of, in a very sweet way, the other day, said that music brought us together. And I was like, yeah, girl, kind of did. You know, like. It, we can one day share that in detail, but you know, I was like, yeah, girl, we, dad and I kind of met because of our love of music. And you know, I, I think that's a big part of who we are. And I yeah. think sharing our love for different groups and bands and, and, um, you know, we, we want to support artists that maybe aren't heard of that often. And I like to think that while we're here in our small little corner of the podcast world, that maybe we can share some love and, um, you know, pass along some names that we love. So I have a couple of um, people that I've enjoyed. And one, I mentioned our daughter. She and I listened to Drew, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. And to hear her sing Drew Holcomb is just the coolest thing. So um, that's one of my favorites. I have 
any CD or, uh, you know, any artist that's a big deal to me, I have to buy on vinyl. And we definitely have Drew Holcomb on vinyl. Um, Johnny Swim is another group that I enjoy. Um, if you're not familiar familiar at all with Johnny Swim, listen. You might If you like a little bit more soulful music, um, you might enjoy Johnny Swim. And then two people that we saw open... I want to say Brian Dunn opened for Pat McGee. Yeah, Brian Dunn. And Drew Angus opened for Javier Colon. Yeah. And I just wanted to give those guys a big shout. Drew Angus has that most beautiful song called Made to Love You. Oh, yeah, that's good. If you're getting married this year and you need a wedding <laughs> song, that might be one you want to listen to. Um, Brian Dunn, we love the the Taxi Cab song. Yes. Yeah. Oh, such a good song. So, yeah, I wanted to give those guys a shout. Those are probably the bands or solo artists that I listen to that probably no one really knows. So Brian Dunn, Drew Angus, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, and Johnny Swim. I got I got one more. Yeah, what do you got? Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder. Okay, so look him up. He's, uh, I believe, English. And, uh, yeah, he's, good stuff. yeah, his hair is super long. He's super quirky. But man, that dude can sing. I love it. And hey. he is, it's all high notes with him. All high notes. Yeah. Hey, good Quirky stuff. is welcome here. Heck yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, I just thought, hey, that might be fun. Let's just talk that was a, a good little question. bit about music. That Thank was a good you. It, it sort of threw me there. It did, because you're like, oh, how can I come up with something off yeah, the top of my head? And I'm like, no, Richard, you know music. Because to us, it feels common to know Pat McGee. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. And and I'm a bit of a, I, I like what I like. I'm getting older, okay? I like my sweaters. I like a certain blanket when I sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like certain restaurants. Right. You know, there's, there are certain restaurants where I, I have, I know what I get. I get, this is what I get at this restaurant and I'm not trying anything different. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to be a little bit like, like an old human yeah. now. And I listen to the songs that I listen to. However, you did download some Drew Angus on your phone. I so. did download yeah. some Drew, Drew Angus because you saw him live, live and music you were does like, that. Absolutely. Yeah. And he was Connection. he was rocking. He still, when we saw him live, he still said he lived in his parents' basement. And I thought, okay, we got to get this man out of his parents' basement. Absolutely. Let's do it, guys. Let's, 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 let's do it. spend some money one on One download, album. one album purchase at a time. Let's <laughs> That's do right. it. All right. It, it's the time. What's the couch crumb for All you right, this what week? What do you got? Oh, you're going to go? Yeah, you're gonna I'm going go? to have you go first. What do you got? Oh, man. Okay. So I got a call from, from a parent um, a while ago that they they asked me if I could speak to their son. Mm-hmm. He was kind of in a funk, and he has been for a couple months mm-hmm. because mom and dad got separated. Yeah. And um, the boy was taking it super hard, and the parent, um, the parent knew that I would be able to or – was hoping that I could talk him out of his of his funk, and uh, I think I did that, and it was mm. it was pretty it was pretty awesome, and um, we we were actually headed somewhere on sort of a fun family day, and I took some time on the phone um, to sort of sort of walk him through that and, and speak life into him. Just you know, he's younger, and it's all he's known, and all of a sudden your world gets rocked yeah. when you find out that mom and dad you know are not seeing eye to eye anymore. And, um, you know, so it's kind of a crummy, crummy moment. It certainly wasn't, I mean, it, it's not a prop your feet up like, Hey, look at me, look what I did. It was just crummy that, you know, he's going through it and, you know, I had to to sort of, sort of pull him out of the funk and I'm hoping I did that. Um, 
And if you're listening and I didn't reach out, you got my number. He has my number. Yeah. 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 That's good. What about you? So, all right. You mentioned back to school and all of that. Because both of our kids are in school, we don't necessarily need extra childcare like we once had lined up. Mm. But Rick and I have been very creative the last year with after school stuff because, you know, while he sometimes can get away to do after school pickup, the man has a lot going on. So it's, you know, you got to be very strategic about, oh man, I don't know if I can get him today and that kind of thing. And we did have like a saving grace. We had uh, someone helping us out like one day a week, which was cool. It was like, Mm -hmm. hey, every Monday you're going to hang with the kids for, um, you know, for a couple hours. And, you know, we never expect for someone to like float their schedule around us. I'm certainly not saying that. But um, I recently found out that this individual, it's just, you know, they have a lot going on in their life and they're able to help us out, which is fantastic. And I look forward to it, but not until a little bit later in the fall. Mm. And I was like, oh man, that's a little bit crummy, but it allows us the opportunity to maybe give the gift, I would say, of getting to know our kid to someone who hasn't really fallen in and maybe see if we can get somebody else. So any parent who works outside the home and tries to line up childcare, I'm sure you feel us on this. There's always the challenge of like, okay, so what are we doing? Um, You know, some might do daycare, some might do aftercare programs, some might do like we do. We try to get, if you will, those in our community, those in our circle to help out Um, family members occasionally like um, their grandma, but Yeah, I was like, oh, man, not yet. Okay, I get it because this woman has a lot going on and she's awesome and and the kids love her. But we just have to wait a little bit longer till we get her back for our once a week to hang with the kids after school till I get home. So, yeah, that that was my count. And when that happens, it will be a prop your your feet feet up. up So that'll probably be, I think it's a month and a half away, but we're getting there. Okay, we can do it. We can make it. We'll persevere. So. What's your prop your feet up moment this week? So my prop your feet up moment this week would be, you know, the weather is still nice enough to do some outdoor things. And I took both children fishing recently. You did by yourself. I did. And, you know, our son loves to fish. Our daughter does not. (laughs) And it's really challenging when you have multiple children. Those of you who have like five are totally laughing at me right now. Yeah. We love you and you're awesome. And you should get a medal. And Rick and I kind of, I guess you could say, knew our limits. But when it comes to raising two kids, especially those who have totally different interests than one another, our son's super athletic and, and loves pretty much anything with a sports ball and our daughter's very creative and artistic and musical and all those things. But, you know, she hung in there and she did okay. And she cast her line out a couple of times. Now the line did get a little caught up on some trees at one point, (laughs) but you know, that's what I'm there for. So, and he caught a fish like literally three minutes before we had to leave for the night and it started to get dark. And I was super grateful for that because he's such a competitive kid and well, I try to teach him that his value is not in whether or not he catches a fish. To him, it's really kind of a game changer if he does. So yeah. not only did we go, it was a weeknight also, which is a little crazy sometimes. Um, but we went on a weeknight. I got in, you know, a little fishing trip up at this small lake nearby. 
um, our daughter came with us and he caught a fish. And I would say that was a prop your feet up moment. Yeah, mom. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good yeah, prop your I feet up it. moment. I did it. I took him out and yeah. And I fed him, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> check the boxes. Did I feed him dinner? Okay. All right. No, okay. I think we can go fishing now. So yeah. Check. check. All before dark. And got homework and we done. Got, and we got it all squared light. away. Yeah. yeah. We weren't good. into homework yet then, but yes, yes, absolutely. All right. What do you got? So um, I recently have been doing some upgrades at my martial arts studio yeah. and uh, a lot of upgrades actually. Um, and without getting into too much detail. So uh, our front entryway um, had some carpet. Uh, and I, repl- I did a tile job. So I replaced all of the tile out there, which I haven't done tile like that, like floor tile in a couple of years, pre-COVID mm. before. So I was counting and I've done 16 different tile jobs. Wow. But that's not the prop your feet up moment. Mm. That's just the, okay, it was the last, it was the week of summer camp mm-hmm. and it was up- upgrades. It was new flooring, new tile. There's some other projects, but here's, here's the prop your feet up. I took Saturday off after that project was complete. Yeah. I completed on Friday and I told staff members, I said, hey, I'm taking tomorrow completely 100% off. I'm not coming in on a Saturday. I cannot tell you other than going on vacation or being sick when the last time I took a Saturday off. Yeah. Now, weeknight's a little different. Right. But Saturday, there's so many d- different working parts down there. I mean, we have birthday parties. We have events. There's five different classes. you know. And I said, look, don't call me. Unless it's an absolute emergency, I'm taking tomorrow off. So anyway, I took it off. The weather was gorgeous, and we uh, we saw our daughter perform because she was outside. It was a great Saturday. So mm-hmm. prop your feet up was a Saturday off, and I need to do more of that for yes. sure. Here, here sounds good to me. Yes, I think that's it for this week. Those are some good questions. Yeah. Music, the music question, I like that. Thank you. You're going to put some links in, right? Uh, happy to. Yeah, I'll put links in the show notes if you want to check out any of the groups that we mentioned tonight and support them. And if you happen to love some of them and follow them on social, t- if you could, tag the Victory Couch and tell them that we sent you. That would be awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Right, guys. Well, until next week, we just want to wish you an awesome day. We want to wish you and um, those who are in your circle just a victorious week and awesome moments and um, just just take them in and and uh, do something kind for someone today thank you guys so much for listening have a great rest of the day we'll see you next time bye we are rick and julie rando and you've been listening to the victory couch podcast you can follow the victory couch on instagram facebook and thevictorycouch.com Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on The Victory Couch.